This is the Parenting with Pints podcast. I'm Jake. This is Liz. And we are back. It has been an entire month. And you can tell our son is upset about that. <laughs> like, guys, it's been a while. What's the deal? You're trying to make me famous. No. No? This isn't about him? It's about us? No, it's not about any particular person becoming famous. What? <laughs> this isn't about us like becoming podcast superstars and making millions of dollars and selling merch? I just think this is a fun... I don't know, like, date night kind of, slash time we spend together, slash... He disagrees with like you. oral It's like, go make that money, mom. Life. Go make that money, <laughs> My dad. goal is that we eventually get some free beer out of this, and that is... Honestly, Whenever that, that be, happens, we made it, baby. Yeah, that would be pretty crazy. <laughs> he's, he's, he's really uh, joining in today. Yeah. We're pretty certain that our babe might have a, a little bit of a cold or something. Yeah. He just wants to snuggle up and be on the teat. Yeah, he's been a little sleepier than normal today. Not as playful. He just wants to but cuddle and eat. No fever, so not worried or anything. Just, he's feeling it a little bit today. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. And I'm looking at that red hair right now in the back. Makes me proud. Mm-hmm. You were saying that you proud. thought that he was turning just blonde. Well, he is. Like, the top of his hair has definitely turned blonde. Yeah, he was so ginger when he was born. Like, born. his hair was pretty red. And now, definitely, like, uh, a majority, kind of like a dirty blonde look, for sure. So I keep saying... I don't even say there's a lot of dirty in it. He's going to just... be like a blonde, like, what's up, bro? Surfer, bro? Oh, my god. Long hair, don't care, bro. Nah, but like, yeah, that hair on my finger, it's very red. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so as always, let's start with the beer. Today, we're going back to Goose Island, Um, Chicago Beer Company, been around for a while. Everybody loves Goose Island in the Midwest. If you haven't tried Goose Island beers, you're wrong. This beer, and I'm being completely honest here. I have no idea what to expect because it's called the secret beer hug. So what was it? Episode either one or two, we had, we had the, the hazy, hazy beer hug. Hazy beer hug, yeah. Yeah, this is, um, we actually ended up buying a variety pack of beer hugs. <laughs> yeah, the neon beer hug, tropical beer hug, hazy beer hug, and then it has this secret the one secret in there. The secret one. So we've made our way through the other ones and we left the secret one for this occasion yeah we were really patient with the secret one it has a bear on it with sunglasses and it's like doing a little shh face and he the opposite side he's holding up a classified document yeah with some strikeout lines and i like that it says umbrella drinks in a can right so maybe that gives us a hint of what we're about to encounter we'll see all right gonna open this beer hug up All right, I'm... That mist coming off. Yeah, I'm nervous. Uh-oh. That is so good. Oh, okay. That has like a beautiful tart kind of flavor to it, aftertaste. It's really smooth at first. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smooth finish, too, though. It's the middle that has the, the bite to it. But I don't know what it is because it's a secret. Right. This is one of the best IPAs I've had in a long time. Oh, honestly. yeah. I guess we didn't know it was going to be a hazy IPA, too. Yeah. too. No, not a hazy, even. Mm-hmm. Does it say hazy mm-hmm. on it? Oh, yeah. Secret beer hug, hazy IPA. Yeah. Okay. It's... How do you describe it? Yeah, how do you describe it when there's no there's no flavor notes described? There's nothing about it that is I mean obviously No, it's, it's a super secret. smooth. It just it just goes down like water, but it's so flavorful. Yeah, very flavorful. The aftertaste is awesome. And the good thing about it is like it goes down so smooth and it's okay because it's only six and a half percent. What is that flavor? What is it? It's just delicious is it kind of like a great <laughs> is it like a grapefruit taste no, maybe grapefruit is so sour there's no there's no sourness you don't feel that little kind of sour there's a, bit no, there, at the there's end. a bitterness it's not sour that's true you're right it's more of a bitter taste mm-hmm. what well, you expect with i mean IPA. that's the whole point it's secret it's classified we're not supposed to know what no. ki- kind of flavors it but is. it's it's fourth of july weekend and this is one i would recommend Definitely. This yeah. is this is a Fourth of July beer. Go get yourself the variety pack. I mean, all every other part of the variety pack was good too. Oh yeah, like no, the the neon fantastic. and the tropical was really good too. The yeah. hazy's awesome. But yeah, this is uh, really interesting. I don't know how to describe it because oh, I'm not like take one more sip. I'm not Chef Boyardee over here. Oh my god, why do you keep referencing Chef Boyardee? Anytime I talk about flavors and being a chef, I'm going to bring up Chef Boyardee. He's probably the greatest chef of all time. Oh my god. And better than Gordon Ramsay. Okay? So. <sighs> okay. I can't, like. I'm not such a beer connoisseur that I'm like, oh, this has hints of so-and-so. I feel like I can't taste it because you're talking. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. We'll do complete, complete silence I here. I just, like, I need to focus. There is a fruitiness. No. Yeah. There's fruitiness, of course. I don't know. It's just good. We don't know what the fruit is. There's a lot of fruit out there. <laughs> And it being completely quiet obviously did not help Liz. No, I think did. she was just being mean I to me. I feel like I could taste it more. Oh, really? <laughs> and then everybody listening has to go through that awkward silence that you just did. Yeah. That but like eight seconds. It was worth it. because of just hearing you in the background. It was not eight whole seconds. It was probably like five. Whatever. But you know what? We never brought up that there was fruit. I think it's grapefruit. And I did. I'm going to Google it after this. And if it's grapefruit, you're going to owe me $5. We've never owed each other money before. We've always owed each other a beer. All right, you owe me a beer. Okay. Okay. All right. So, big time hiatus. Um, don't exactly know how to describe why it's been such a long time, other than every time we've had a weekend or a free moment, we have wanted to just kind of chill and yeah. relax yeah. because it, it's been busy. I've had basketball all summer. Liz just started her new job. And we just haven't really had a moment to sit down and do this until this 4th of July weekend. Mm-hmm. But hopefully... You've, you've been picking up a lot of odd jobs here and there. Yeah, that's true. Just been summertime. Yeah. Um, summertime as a teacher, you're always trying to look for something to make a little extra cash. Unless you're those cool teachers who just do absolutely nothing all summer. Well, you've been that teacher in the past, too. Just like one time. No, like the past two summers. No. 
Last summer I got the axe job. That's remember? right. Well, the two summers before that, then. There were two summers in a row that I remember I was like, hey, honey, pick up the pace. And you're like, nah. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Just throwing, throwing me out right here. No, okay. but no, but you've been working more this summer than, ever, than any other summer before. Well, I think that's just a dad reaction. Mm. You're like, I got to go make that money for my kid. Yeah. A, a natural reaction to having a child. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Which is relevant to... So tell me everything we have to talk about. Tell me about your new job. How's it been going, babe? Lay it all on the line here. Um, working in general for like everyone sucks. Okay, so <laughs> let's specifically talk about the fact that like you are back at work and you don't get to be with our beautiful baby right, boy. Right? No, that's obviously the main point of it. So. It's not just that I had, like, a three-month maternity leave, but also, you know, I'd have to go back to work. But I also have to go back to a brand-new job entirely. Mm-hmm. And it is, I mean, absolutely new everything. New commute to work. A new job description basically like because this job just kind of has a little bit more responsibility which I'm totally excited for but all in all it's a new job in that sense too new clients new staff to get to know and have them and have her you know and earn their trust um and also it's just a new place in general it hasn't been around a long time right like we're less than two years old I think yeah yeah so Liz so. has, she might not be willing to say this, but she has been like putting in the work to make this new company she's working at the best possible company like that she, that she can. She's putting a lot of effort and time into it and working really, really hard. And I am very proud of her mm. because she is just like dedicated to making sure that her clients and the people she work with works with are in the best environment possible and i just like i i don't know if i walked into this situation that you're in where it's like a new company and they're kind of like learning as you go like new companies do Mm -hmm. i don't know how i would handle that type of environment and that type of pressure and i think that you are really kicking ass and just i'm very very proud of you i appreciate that um it's just been hard to say the least and I don't know another huge part of that is is having to leave him yeah hardcore um there has yet to been a day where there have not been tears shed mm-hmm. um and if I'm running late in the morning and I don't get the chance to cry when I'm leaving, it I you know it starts up as soon as I start driving, mm-hmm. and randomly throughout the workday. But that's also just postpartum hormones yeah. included with yeah. it, I'm sure. But that doesn't mean I miss him any less. It's just my body's still a raging mess. What's <laughs> really everything. What's really crazy is you are crying. Would you say you're crying more because you're away from him? Than I was 
before I had to go back to work. Before you, then when you were with him? Um, well, right after he was born, that, those were just tears, like, all the time. Okay. Because I'm just like, trying to, like, connect this. I am crying more now uh, that I'm hanging out with him uh-huh. than when I was at work before the summer. Uh-huh. Because I'm having all these, like, this is my son and I'm spending time with him tears. Mm-hmm. Versus, I never really, you know, that first 10 days. Right. I was here, but I never really got the time that I'm getting now. Right. So I was just curious if, like, you felt like you cried more, like, like, just living life with him no, those three months no. than now? No, because whenever I was just living life with him, like, whenever the baby blues kind of subsided. Yeah. Um, I would only get, like random moments here and there yeah. of like this is a beautiful moment and tears would hit yeah um this and is that's like, what i'm having right now too right but this is i mean i cry every single day that i have to go to work because i'm leaving him so basically in a month and a half when i'm back teaching again i'm gonna be crying in front of my students is what you're telling me yeah. And Mr. Lowry, why are you crying? Well, I like, right now? I like, hide in a corner whenever the tears hit me, or it's like. I'm not going to be able to hide in a corner. I'm going to be in a classroom <laughs> full of teenage kids who are going to bully me. Yeah. Or like when I'm pumping. A lot of, a lot of tears. Yeah. Um, which is also a whole other crazy journey. Yeah. The pumping stuff has pumping been. Pumping I mean, you, you t- talk about this, but all I got to say is. I mean, we brought this up a while ago in the podcast, like pumping out in public, that type of thing. Well, we can and talk how, about breastfeeding in public. Yeah, breastfeeding in public. <laughs> like nursing. Yeah, breastfeeding in public and how there's this stigma and I was kind of dumb about it and like now I'm just like, Liz, do your thing. Um, eh. Yeah, no, I am. I am. Eh. Don't even act. Get out of here. You're still like, where's the blanket? Make sure you're covered. I just want to make sure no creepers are looking at you. Oh That's gosh. just a man thing, and I'll never get over that part, okay? But anyways, all I got to say is the way that some people act, even about pumping, makes me want to use the backside of my hand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But you you, you talk about it. Um, I don't know how much I want to, like, divulge on it, on the actual subject of You want me to do it? I'll do experience. this. Experience. Just people are being awkward to, about it. Yeah. People, people are like, yeah. come on. Come on. You got to do it. Yeah. Our son needs to what's eat. What's so crazy. Yeah. What, what, okay. I want to mention first though, is that what's crazy is not getting to feed him all day, which plays into the sadness and the tears. Yeah. Because I'm so used to being with him for every meal yeah. <laughs> of his, Yeah. you know, and... So that's why this, in the mornings, I'm like, I don't really care if it kind of cuts past my, like, if he needs to eat, like, a, if he wants to eat and it's a little later in the morning to where I'm like, oh, it's kind of close to when I have to leave in the morning. Mm-hmm. I don't care because I get that time with him still. Yeah. Um, and that's what I just love making, like, that's our thing obviously like you can't oh this is emotional like you can't like do that for him or whatever so like it's the one thing I know that I can do for him before I go um so not getting to like 
be the one to feed him during the day. Um, and then moving on to where you have to listen to your own body to pump is is crazy. Because usually, like, he's kept my supply up mm-hmm. until I had to go just feeding on demand whenever he told me he was hungry. Yeah. <clears throat> now it's me having to pay attention to a clock, pay attention to my body, and when I am you know, experiencing letdown to where I know I can get the most. Because if I, like, experience a letdown, but I'm busy and I let it go, the next time I pump, I don't, I, you know, I don't get a lot out, which is kind of crazy because you'd be like, oh, you think it'd be, like, I don't know, like, stacking up and, mm-hmm. like, be ready to be released. But I don't know. There's there's some re- crazy, I don't know, letdown science that I'm not very fluent or familiar with that if you don't do it at the right time your body's like oh you don't need it okay i won't i won't store it back for you like yeah i don't know it's like your brain and your body they're tricking each other a little right bit. so it, like how often you stimulate your nipples or your breasts or whatever is how often your the prolactin hormone is like yeah we need to keep making more of this mm-hmm so, that's been crazy on top of, yeah, I don't know, like, I'm a new person in this new environment, no one knows me, no one knew that I was, like, pregnant even before I started this job, and now I'm coming up and taking up a space and, you know, having to be like, hey, like, I'm still doing my job, I'm still working in another room whenever I'm pumping, but... Yep. Um, doesn't mean I'm not putting in the work. I just am not visible at the moment because I need to make sure that my kid has enough to eat and that is my legal right. And I really don't get it because is it just that a lot of people get on formula quicker now? Maybe. I don't know. It just seems like it's so strange that so many people were like completely unfamiliar and confused about the fact that you need this room to go pump mm-hmm. really blows my mind i yeah. don't really get it yeah i thought that was a pretty pretty much common knowledge for most people that well especially because i i work in basically a field that's female, majority women not even just a field but like particularly my office even yeah. is majority majority women yeah um i don't know i don't know but I have, a f- I have a funny story that I feel like I could kind of dive into is um, earlier this week, I was in the designated room that HR assigned me to, to pump in. And at the end of, like, me pumping with my actual pump, whatever, um, I was just trying to, like, hand express just a little for just a couple more minutes afterwards into mm-hmm. into the cup and i have like a sign on the door it's really pretty with a sunflower on it and it, says, yeah, it has please, a sunflower on it guys please do not enter and i, I have a little part, but... i made it and i made a sunflower and it's pretty but it's why? not because it's sunflower? not a, it's not aggressive that's why like don't, put... don't come in it's oh. like it, oh you know, it's like yeah don't come in, guys. Exactly. The smile. And there's like, there, it's like a little. Maybe that's what. Maybe you of need to make an aggressive sign. Put one of those no 
trespassing, prosecutors will be shot. (laughs) One of those signs. And then people will stop bothering you. Right. With like, you know, a nice little sunflower background on it. And I have a window cover and everything. Because people were just walking in left and right all the time before, like, the window cover and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they'd be like, oh, shit, my bad. Or one bitch really made me mad who was like, "Uh, I was just curious what was going on in here. I'm like, motherfucker, I told you to not open the door after you knocked. And I said, hello, I'm in here. Please don't come in. And you were like, oh, I'm just curious what's going on. It's none of your goddamn business. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So earlier this week, I have the sign, I have the cover, I'm in there just trying to, like, get a few more squeezes out. Yeah. And uh, so I knocks on the door, and I'm like, yeah, I'm in here, and I still walk in, and, like, my shirt is, like, pulled completely up to my neck, titties yep. in my hand, f- out for the whole world, but not the whole world, because I'm in a room by myself. Yep. <laughs> and she's like, oh... I needed something from a cabinet and that's in here. And I'm like, ah, uh-huh, okay. And I was like, I'm going to make you feel uncomfortable. So I kept doing what I was doing. And then she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. really needed the thing out of the cabinet, whatever yeah. it was. Uh-huh. What was it? A freaking... It doesn't matter. Like, so, come on. Yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> and... I don't know. Maybe she'll sign be like, on the oh, door. Shit. But people and people like, know because of the awkwardness at the beginning, and then you let everybody know, and now it's still people being people. Yeah. And I don't get it. It yeah. It frustrates me. So yeah, and like that's another thing is like I'm in a new job, right? Like I'm trying to basically like prove myself. I have, on top of all the newness, like that means like new bosses yeah. and. Just just knew everything, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, where was I going with this? So it's, it's already, like, weird that I have to kind of, like, step out of the environment to do this. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just weird. Yeah. I don't really know how else to describe it. I, I don't like it because I am so, so, so stressed during my day yeah just with everything that's going on because it's new a new company in general whatever um if you look at my calendar you'd probably cry because (laughs) it's like i will like pump and eat lunch and be working on something all at the same time even Mm -hmm. because i just have so much shit to do all the time and on top of that it's like i have this was the this was the takeaway of me accepting this job right is like um the deal was I would only have to drive to the office three days a week. So this new job is an hour commute there and back. So I'm driving two hours a day. Mm-hmm. And, but because I only have to drive there two days a week and I can work from home the other two days of the week is I have to be there 10 hours a day. Yep. So 12 hours of my day, exactly half of the day that god granted us Mm -hmm. i am completely committing to my role as a bcba and not as a mom yeah and you know the only times i get to feel like a mom are like when i am pumping Mm -hmm. and even then it's like weird because i feel like i need to be working but then whenever i don't know it's just it's just the strangest balance that you have to like 
learn and comes to terms with. And I'm not, like, quite there yet because I've only had this job for a month now. Yeah, it's so. been one month exactly yeah. today, really. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That went by faster than I expected. Right. But how has, like, right now you're right in the middle of this four-day weekend that you get. Mm-hmm. I mean, I personally think it's awesome getting to see you four days in a row nonstop. Yeah. No, it's great. So it's, like, it's one of those things where, I mean... I don't know. Is is that is this right now being here four days in a row? Does it make those three days easier? You think? Um, the first weekend was like whoa, it's crazy. Whenever I wasn't in the office on a Friday, and then mm-hmm. I woke up the next day and was like, what? Like it's only Saturday. Yeah. This is crazy. I'm used to only getting like two days off. Now I feel like if that wasn't the case. There's just no way. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I feel like if it wasn't for these four days, I, I just, I physically and emotionally would not be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just, again, saying you are such a hard worker and you're so determined and I know you're earning respect and you're impressing people. I mean, I hope so, but you never know. I just know it. Because that's that's what you do. That's seriously, you don't realize it. That's what you do. You you take the bull by the horns, baby. And I'm I'm excited about you know how you're gonna feel about this job when you know you've been there four or five months and you kind of get more in the swing of things and we're really enjoying these weekends together mm-hmm. and making kind of weekend plans, trips, those types of things and right. getting a lot of quality time. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of excitement ahead yeah. with this. I mean, I even said, I said this out loud this morning, we were able to do a workout together this morning in our driveway and we got did a little, well, I observed while you were doing a little bit of landscaping work while I was holding the babe but you know, I was like, take a moment, take a moment, and, like smell the flowers type of thing because the, our weekends used to be completely consumed with us doing schoolwork. Yeah. Or studying for two years straight. Yeah. Well, yeah. in plus longer with you know studying for board exams and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. So, like, we were actually able to be outside together, hanging out. We have the babe. And just, just doing, like, normal house stuff normal, on a weekend. Normal, life. Instead of being glued to our laptops, inside, studying yeah. inside. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I so do not miss that It's been awesome. Like, oh just being gosh. able to have a life. Thinking about all the times I was in this room listening to a Zoom class for, like, eight hours straight I know. on I a Saturday. I forget this used to be our office. Yeah. And now it's the babe's room. I like that, that transition. The office is gone. Mm-hmm. You never want to have an office again. Well. No. Nope. We're not getting our doctors. We're not doing anything like that. I just feel like it'd be helpful to have an office. Nope. Okay. PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I've been able to be home with Bruin every day of the week for the past month and a half. And I... Do not want it to end. Mm-hmm. I have fully turned into Mr. Mom. Yeah. And I freaking love it. It looks good on you. Yeah? Mm-hmm. 
Did it get you going a little bit? No. No? <laughs> Dang. Just kidding. Ouch. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways. <laughs> Just kidding. It's, it's been like indescribable. I get to hang out with my son every day. Um, I get to take him to basketball while I'm coaching. I have him in the stroller. I'm holding him, walking up and down the court. And I'm telling you, he already freaking loves basketball. He like he hears the dribbling noises and everything, and he's smiling and moving his arms and getting all excited. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a baller, you know? Mm. Just saying. Just saying. Mm. Um, <laughs> and I'm mainly saying this for my father-in-law who's listening. He loves basketball basketball already so uh might Gr- want to grandpa wants the babe to be a hockey star pass pass on that hockey dream to uh somebody else i don't know i and the thing is i'm like i'm team hockey on this one because i i just envision myself as a hockey mom That's yeah well it. you're gonna be a basketball mom what are, what are basketball moms though like describe to me what a basketball mom is basketball moms are just cooler than all the other moms okay but like anyways how, why I can tell you why a hockey mom is cooler. No, you're going you're just gonna say a hockey mom like pregame. So does a football mom. Um, but hockey moms are like, hey, we spent all night driving. We're here now. We're at our hockey tournament. It's seven a.m. We know our boys are lacing up in the back. Who wants a beer? And you think football moms aren't like that? We're not talking about football. We're talking about basketball. Okay, well, you can be a football mom to replace the hockey mom oh my dream. God. Okay. But football games don't happen at 7 in the morning. No, it's, they don't. No, it's normal to start. You really want to do that on our weekends? What do you mean? Drive three hours to watch them play you hockey? You don't think that our entire weekends, like from here until forever, are going to be consumed with children's sports games? Yeah, I'm dreading the idea of him playing t-ball. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm not looking I'm forward to that at all. You're going to have a flask. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Okay. Oh, not with like hard alcohol in it. I'm just gonna just have just soft alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Which which is a beer. You're just gonna have like a mimosa in your flask. Yeah. That's yeah. A better idea. Wow. Okay. Okay. Back to what I was I'm saying. Sorry. I'm having an awesome time. The first week was kind of difficult because I had to figure out when he's hungry, what his feeding pattern was going to be, um, just getting it from the bottle, making sure I had the right amount warmed up and ready to go. Um, in that first two weeks, I did accidentally waste, I think, a four-ounce bag because I warmed it up, and then he didn't need it the next day. So yeah, you you were there when that happened. Don't look at me like that. This happened in... The first week? No, it was the second week. Oh, whenever we had to throw away eight ounces? It wasn't eight. Yeah, homie. We threw away eight fucking ounces. It was like ounces. five. No, it wasn't. It was eight? Yeah, that's why I wanted to fucking kill you. Dang. Yeah. You're really ragging on me in this podcast. Yeah, you know? well, you brought I'm up... I'm all supporting really... you. you. I'm telling you, I'm <laughs> proud of you. I'm saying you're dedicated and determined and all this. Well, you're bringing and you're up hating sore, on me. sore subjects. Okay, well, you've spilled it before. So I, anyways, I very... You purposefully thought out milk that you threw away. I didn't purposefully do it. You I did it on accident. It No, it's completely purposeful because you took it out of a freezer 
And then it thawed. I thought he was going to need it. I'm trying to figure out what his feeding pattern is and trying to figure it out. No, you left me that weekend. That's why. Yeah, I did go to a bachelor party. Yeah. One of those weekends, which was interesting. That's a different story. (laughs) (laughs) Went went and saw a Cubs game. Saw the Cubs beat the Cardinals, which was absolutely awesome. Mm -hmm. Loved every second of that. Especially because the bachelor is a Cardinal fan. But... Um, figuring out the feeding patterns was difficult at first, making sure I had the right amount ready to go. Liz is obviously still upset about that moment where I bring it up at your funeral. Okay. Yeah. Go right ahead. (laughs) Um, but guess what? I haven't done it again and I'll never do it again because I am on the dot about it now. Yeah. Um, and just being able to play with him, bringing him into the nursery. He's doing all kinds of awesome stuff. Now he's four months old. He's rolling over. He's babbling a lot more, talking, making noises. Um, he's laughing. laughing. Big smiles all the time. We can put his arms like on the edge of like a couch cushion. And he can kind of hold himself up and stand for a little bit. Um, he loves standing up just yeah, in general. Yeah, he does. We have this little activity center where he can stand up in it and play this little electronic keyboard and... He's moving all these little little things around in it. Just doing doing stuff that babies obviously do, but to us it's amazing to right. see. Because it feels like just yesterday he was just this little little guy who could I mean, do he was, nothing. He was born yesterday. Yeah, that's what it feels like. And now he's like doing things and like looks like a, a like a little boy now. Yeah. He's starting to really like grow into, you know, what he's gonna be, what he's gonna look like and Sometimes he looks like a toddler. and Don't say that. <laughs> I know. It, it's scary and exciting at the same time. And it makes me think of all the times that my mom, she still calls me Baby Jake. I'm 27 years old and she calls me Baby Jake. But I don't know. I think I'm going to do the same thing. I just, I'll always picture him as this beautiful little baby. Mm -hmm. And now I understand. Multiple chins. All, yeah. He's got all these little baby rolls. Um, I understand all the moms and dads out there that still just, you know, that's my baby. And that's how they see their kids. And they're always going to see their kids that way. Mm -hmm. It's a complete transformation of how just you recognize how your parents feel about you and how you feel about your child and every moment I get to spend with him I got a month and a half left I'm gonna just soak it all up right I was telling Liz just the other day I always play Spotify when I'm playing with him and stuff he was sitting on my lap I was doing some little bicycles with his legs and playing making noises and stuff and this song came on it was just a really pretty song and I'm looking at him and realizing how little his feet are, how little his hands are. You know, my hands are, I'm holding his feet and like his foot isn't even as big as my thumb. I'm just thinking like, this is, this is the only time in my life over these next couple months where he's going to be this big. Right. Pretty soon he might be taller than me. He might be bigger than me. You you never know how kids are going to grow. And I just, I started crying and I'm not... (laughs) I am not even a tiny bit embarrassed to say that. Right. I got teary-eyed and I cried and I was looking at him and I just, I don't, there's a lot of love for this baby boy. Yeah, yeah. And I will say, too, um, it's really interesting being someone who works with littles 
Um, yeah, I work with teenagers and very different. <laughs> because they act I've like always, babies sometimes, though. I've always loved my job and loved the kids that I work for. Um, but it's so strange coming in with a parental perspective now mm-hmm. because I'm just so much more, I guess, empathetic toward the feelings that they're having, um, especially in my field because obviously I experience and observe children in like a state where they are upset more often than than others, I guess, maybe. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me think about like how are people going to treat my son whenever he's upset and I'm not there. Yeah. Um and I mean it, it's just cuz now in in ABA it's a lot of time like okay, like whenever we don't want to we don't want specific con- behaviors to continue then that's something that we don't bring a lot of attention to depending yeah. on the situation a lot of a time. Yep. And now I'm like, but I just want to go hug them. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, I don't know. It, it pulls on your heartstrings in a whole new way yeah. being a parent in this field now, yeah. for sure. And Definitely. I think hopefully that'll just make me a better BCBA in the long run because then I can... I have... A little bit of common ground mm-hmm. with parents moving forward. Like I've always been like, I know it's hard, whatever, but now it's like you can really. Empathize. I truly, I truly can can get some sort of understanding of what they go through on a daily basis. Yep. Because because I just understand the love that they have for their child. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just kind of feeling now talking about all of this being honest I don't have a whole lot of time till the school year starts and it's kind of making me nervous about how I'm going to feel when right. when he's going to daycare for the first time mm-hmm. and we're both working right that's going to be a whole other when we do that podcast we're probably going to cry a lot I feel like I'm this is the most I've ever cried on a podcast. <laughs> well, we're gonna probably cry more because we'll yeah. both be gone and yeah. you're gonna hear me in the background. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, but I think you wanted to talk about working out, right? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Um all right. Would you say what? He was like maybe ten weeks old, like the first time that I did my first workout or workout as in just doing some mobility stuff, air squats, push-ups, no, some dumbbell stuff. No, in like the house, whenever I or... did the workout at your parents' house. I don't think I think he was older than ten weeks. Because I think around ten weeks is when you started doing just some core. No, that was. I think that no. was eight. Yeah, weeks? It, was around, it was around eight weeks. Okay. When I just started yeah. to do little like just trying to build up a little bit of strength and yeah, the small ma- things. The, then maybe it was around ten weeks because you did that for about two weeks. It was before what that it was before the like twelve week mark whenever I was supposed to go back to work at least. Yeah, it definitely so, was. Yeah, I think it was around ten ten weeks whenever I did like my first workout and like real workout. And before right. that, you were just doing walks and walks, core mm-hmm. stability, 
Um, you did a little bit of dumbbell stuff, right? But I mean, not really. That had to do not with, intense, like, just like a rep, like a rep of ten. Yeah, shoulder press. And it was just shoulders. Yeah, tricep extension, that type of stuff. <sighs> yeah. yeah, it's just crazy. Like you always know, like all right, yeah, you're gonna have to work your way back up. But I feel mm-hmm. like until you're in, I mean, a lot of things that have to do with just being a parent or for mom's postpartum, you don't get it till you're in it, no matter what. Yeah. For tons of different areas surrounding the postpartum life. But just the, I don't know, what, what like the weakness, like the absolute zero strength that you have in your body yeah is mind-blowing mm-hmm. how before when i was pregnant i'm like whatever like i'm looking at what some professional athletes had to do what in their postpartum recovery i'm like this is ridiculous like you guys are crazy monster athletes why are you wasting your time with this stuff yeah but oh, holy shit mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just crazy so, what was, I remember, like, like crying, just doing some movements where I was laying on my back, and then bringing my heel, laying on my back with, like, legs completely straight, yeah. and then bringing my heel up to, like, my butt, still laying flat, yep. moving that leg back down, and then moving on to, like, my right leg, mm-hmm. just bringing my heel up to my butt and like, trying to exercise your public floor yeah, yeah. And oh my god it's just like there's just there's there's no strength like it's not even like you're weak it's just like you're you're a, you're a baby yourself again <laughs> yeah it's it's I mean, the saddest I thing in the entire you, world you said something like it just feels like i don't know if you said like rubber bands or it feels elastic it just felt feels like there's just no strength there anymore it's just like absolute zero it'd be like picking up uh the person who can't open the jar of peanut butter type of thing is probably how you felt you know like but it came to that with just like basic things like laying on the freaking floor Mm -hmm. is a workout which sounds stupid it sounds so stupid Mm -hmm. so working your way from that to the first workout I did around 10 weeks, like a real workout I did. Um, I started off doing, um, like hills Mm -hmm. basically. So, uh, Jake's parents have a a semi steep lane, um, to, you know, drive back to their house. And so I would, like kind of speed walk with my arms pumping up the lane and then jog down i literally felt like my insides were gonna fall out Mm -hmm. but with the competitive spirit that i have yeah by the end of that i kind of just wanted that to be a warm-up and then by the end of it i was jogging up the hill and then walking down mm-hmm. and then a little bit more of my insides fell out <laughs> <laughs> and then after that I, I came inside and then I went down into the gym that your parents have in their basement and mm-hmm. did a full-on like 10-minute AMRAP yeah with uh like push presses and reverse sit-ups 
and body squats. Mm -hmm. And then... And really since you did that workout, you've, you've been able to do... It's almost... You just had to throw yourself into the fire. Right. To get your your mindset focused on these are the type of workouts I'm going to do. And yeah. even if it hurts, I'm just going to modify it, but I need to do more. Which, don't get me wrong, the two weeks of you doing all of those things was really important for your pelvic floor and really yeah. important for getting your body ready. <clears throat> but I was more leery and nervous, like, hey, maybe slow down, don't do this. And you just kind of did it. And that was the right choice. I mean, maybe. We'll yeah. see because I feel like I'm getting, <laughs> like, minor injuries here yeah. and there. Like, yeah. my back is kind of tweaky and mm-hmm. whatever. And there was... I I was looking at a lot of, like, postpartum workout recovery programs that you can buy and just mm-hmm. just exploring what those options could be. Yeah, um, that's a good idea. And... Uh, like, all of them are, like, we won't even accept you as a client until you've been cleared by a pelvic floor therapist. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And uh, I'm like, n- no way does every female do this before she starts working yeah, out again. Yeah, we'll just after find, she's, you know, we'll find some more YouTube videos and get that all figured out. Right. And so I've just been following, like... Sounds like um, some swindlers. I mean, they're not making any money off that. I think it's a liability thing for them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> You're right. You're right. But uh, I don't know. I've just been modifying to what I think feels decent with my body, I guess. Mm-hmm. And who knows if it's necessarily the right choice, but I mean, it, I feel good moving again. Yeah. Despite, I feel like I just need to take better care of myself, getting adjusted and making sure I'm stretching really well afterwards. And when are you going to hit up CrossFit? Monday or Tuesday? What's the plan? Well, I want to go on Monday, but with it being the 4th, we'll see what times they're open. That's something I still need to check And we'll see on. if they have some crazy 4th of July workout. Well, I obviously which, will have to modify. Yeah, no, do the whole thing. Everything. Don't modify it. Just go all out. All right. No, that's a great way to get injured. Um, yeah, that's... I'm excited for you to go back and... Get I was going to go this morning, but the workout started at 9, and I got in my car this morning at 8.50 and drove down the street, and I said, JK, yeah, so I'm just going to sh- do a workout at home. We did some street parking. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Miranda Alcatraz, who is a former professional CrossFit athlete, has a great uh, business where it's completely founded on the idea that you don't need a lot of home equipment and you can still maintain your fitness. Yeah. Get out um, in your driveway, get out in the road. Yeah, no, she's a badass and yeah. I've like always loved her back whenever she had a different last name and mm-hmm. whatnot. Um whenever I was hardcore like asshole level crossfitter. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm excited for you to get back into it because I know mentally it really gets you in the right place. You, yeah. You the, have the your stress. stress from work and yeah. then you get to go take it out on a barbell and some dumbbells and do your thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Running still sucks. Well, yeah. That's true no matter running what. Running sucks all the time for everyone, always. Yeah, true. true. Right, right, right. All right, you guys. Well... That's hopefully going to be the first of many podcasts coming up here, and we're not going to have a whole month-long hiatus coming up. And we'll be able to talk to you a lot more 
But we'll see. You never know what life's going to throw at you. Um, but we don't plan on stopping. Even if there's a hiatus again, we don't plan on stopping. This, this thing's going to keep going. And hope you all keep listening. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Bye-bye.